All right, everybody. I guess welcome back to the Woods Cast. It is October fourth. I'm Justin, and with me, per the usual, is my younger brother Shay. And this is a podcast for two dudes who uh, were told are brothers drink too much and shout into the abyss about this shit that you you noobs call reality. We all know it's a simulation. As always, everything is made up, and the outline doesn't matter. Main reason we do this is so that Tucker Carlson isn't the only stupid white man out there doing hot takes. Woo! Yeah, woo! How you doing, when Shay? The, when's the last one we did? Uh, it's been a couple months. A couple months? Ah, fuck! I don't get paid for this shit. <laughs> yeah, we we don't get paid for this. And just to give everybody a breakdown, makes the heart grow fonder. I know. Actually, I've, I've had like had a couple of friends be like, "Hey, when you do another podcast?" I'm like, "I don't know." And, and you're so, that Logan. We're recording uh, one. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, every. Um, but now, actually, the reason was is um, we had a couple. We had, it was just because there's like a very narrow window, and Shay and I can both are free to do this. Um, Shay took a new job and was busy for a couple weeks, so we knew that was going to be it was going to be a problem. I went to a music festival and almost died called Railbird. Um, Good for you. Tell me more about that because I went to a music festival this past weekend. Okay, well, uh, and then a, a couple weekends after that, I had to travel for work, and then Shay got busy again with work. So it's really it sounded like we didn't want to do this. It just didn't line up. Um, as far as almost dying at Railbird. We drove into uh, Lexington to, to see a bunch of people. Um, uh, you, oh, your buddy uh, Billy Strings played? Yeah, I yeah. wish you. Yeah, we're buddies. We know each other. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you guys high-five at the concert. Yeah, right? we high-five at the show. But um, we mainly went to go see Dave play at the final night. Yeah. But it was a two-day event in Lexington. Um, we had heard great things from people who had gone to the uh, uh, festival the year before. Or, I'm sorry, two years before. They canceled last year because of COVID. And... Basically, they doubled the capacity and fucked it all up. Um, lines for water, excuse me, lines for water were like an hour long. Lines for alcohol was an hour long. Like everything was an hour and a half to get anything, and it was about ninety three degrees in the sun, no shade, nothing. It was just it, you were just sweating your balls off. And um, so we like walked in, listened to some shows. Everybody was melting, so we just went back to the car because we had two giant coolers full of water and beer. And I saw was, the um, Facebook updates, the pictures on the socials, and uh, it was. I was like, "Well, they don't seem to be in this festival," and I wondered if that was why. <laughs> yeah, we went in for we went in, got a couple drinks, listened to some music. It was just too hot, and there was no shade. So um, I was I, I was worried, you know, as a bald man, to just get scorched. Yes. So yep. I wanted to go back to the car to reapply sunscreen because I knew I was just sweating it right off. And I, I made that suggestion we should go back, grab a water and a beer, and then figure out what we want to do. Everybody was a thousand percent for that idea. And when we got back to our um, our car, like there's a a big van parked next to us, so we could set up all of our chairs in the shade. And we just sat nice. there. We sat there in the shade. I smoked a cigar. I smoked a couple cigars. We had some beers. Everybody everybody was literally doing the beer water beer water thing. Just yep. stay 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 good and hydrated. We had a great time. It was a nice breeze. Um, the second day, we decided to come much later, and it was a lot nicer. It's like cooler. Um, there was a group of about fifteen people I wanted to hook up with there. That you know, our buddies from Lexington, and of course, there's like forty thousand people there. So, you know. Oh, uh, okay. That is that actually how many people were there? Or do you know? What the... they, they said they sold thirty nine thousand tickets or something. Yeah. The festival I went to was five thousand people. Yeah. See that that's a much much more. You yeah, know, that's more close knit thing, but you know, so I'm sending out texts, we're sending out messages, we're everybody's missing each other, you know. And then when Dave Bat Matthew started to play, like Dave hadn't started to play for like five minutes, I hear this this girl, 
um, a woman's ye- just yell my name, just yell Woods. And I looked to my left, and not 10 yards from me are like the 14 people we'd wanted to meet that, that weekend. All nice. in the group. Like, she took a running leap at me, and, and my, my friend Katie Greer, she jumped in my, my arms. She was like, Woods, I missed you. And, like, there was a couple of friends with us that had no clue who these people were. And I'm, uh, Rachel told me later, one of them was like, there's some lady hanging on your husband. She's like, oh, that's Katie. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's fine. That's awesome. Yeah. Did so you say would, Billy Strings was there? He was there. I, I think oh. we caught some of his set. I can't be oh, sure. Oh, he's oh, oh, so good. I heard somebody say, I hope Shay's out here. See y'all later. That was him, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. no. He's like, is Shay better around? Yeah. Ah, fuck. You can, if you look, you see my big bald ass in uh, some of the, the Instagram photos from the festival I went to. Because that was like, ju- I mean, it was an air quotes music festival, but. Well, not air quotes, but the, it was basically nine sets of Billy Strings across two nights uh, okay. because they were releasing a new album. So it was a lot of fun. And oh, then, that's, uh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It was an album release party. And let me tell you something. Um, what I learned is that the poster scene for that fan base is fucking cutthroat. So anecdote time. Uh, when I, you know, when I was with some buddies and they're like, well, you know, cause I, that's a big thing of mine. I collect posters for concerts I go to and like know you know, podcasts and stuff. Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got a, quite a few, um, that need to get put up, but, uh, Billy strings comes through here a lot and I'm a, I'm a, sh- a, a shameless fanboy. So, um, I always try to get a poster <laughs> from every show I go to and, right. uh, um, <laughs> and, uh, so he's like, you want to get in line and try and make sure we get posters because this is clutch. They do a three poster release for suckers like me. So like, you get there, you buy one. Halfway through the show at 8 p.m. on one night, they drop the second one, and then oh, on the last really? day they drop the third one. And they complete the. If you have all three on the wall, it looks great, it's just fucking awesome. And uh, so I was like, all right, fuck that, let's go. And so we get in line, and I'm like, I'm just gonna be drinking beer and smoking weed at the campsite. I can do that in line too, because right, the line right. is in the shade. So we hang out for two or three hours because there's only there's you know 300 ish of each poster, 5,000 people. And at least 300 of them want that poster. So, and I managed to get uh, one of 25, a limited edition foiled Billy Strings poster. Nice. And uh, well, I kept mine. And to tell you how ridiculous this was, my buddy that was with us walked out of the tent and immediately sold that $50 poster for like three or four hundred dollars. Nice. To the first person. And then like I get home and these posters I've got are selling for twelve hundred dollars. And then while we were in line, security had to remove people for trying to start fights. This shit was ridiculous. This oh, is the Bluegrass I can, Festival. People, I can imagine. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah. One, one of the uh, – now here, I'm, I'm going to share this with you. I'm going to share my screen. So one of the things that I didn't know about – or I, I guess I had an idea about, but like the Pearl Jam fan base is also very poster heavy. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Because for every album and tour, they release a a uh, uh, you know a unique poster, and it's done by a yep. local artist, and and blah blah blah. I found out like after the fact that Pearl Jam had done a Spawn uh, themed poster in 2012, and Chase looking at it right now, it's, it's medieval Spawn and a bunch of like you know squid tentacles around. Uh, yeah, that goes for about 500 bucks on eBay right now. So. Uh, Justin needs to get a little bit more fuck you money before that's an option. Yeah, well, okay, so hanging behind me, 
um, on the wall, which I'm not going to fuck, you know, I'm going to show you to you, but I can't after we, we're done recording. But uh, Billy Strings played at this little uh, venue in Colorado called the Mishawaka Amphitheater. It only holds about 900 people. It's right on a creek side in a canyon. It used to be like an old mill site, and the stage is on top of this old mill site foundation um, or mill foundation. Right, right. And so it's, it's all cool and kitschy and mountainy or whatever. Um, it's a big venue for stuff like that, but like, I, I went to a post a concert there in 2018. Um, saw him and Tyler Grant of the Tyler Grant Trio uh, play, and uh, <laughs> and I did. I, the poster was 25 bucks. I didn't think anything of it. Bought it through the tube, and like about a year ago, someone came through my house and saw the poster hanging on the wall and was like, "Is that real?" And I was like, "What do you mean? Is it real?" And he's like, you, "There's only a hundred of those. That's like the rarest poster for that artist." Like. No, but I couldn't tell you what it's worth because there's only a hundred of them. And uh, cause I've got, you know, signed by the artist, 20 out of a hundred. Never would have thought that. I was like, that's ridiculous. And then like, the, I think I've seen it sell for $2,000. Oh yeah. yeah. That's insane. It's insane. Like, I don't understand these people. Well, I'll, I'll give you the flip side of that. I got it. And you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you the flip side of that. I have maybe 2,000, 2,500 comics in the basement. Yeah. Because I've been collecting comments since I was, uh, you know, twelve, and um, uh, I had a buddy who sent me. He sent me a message. He's like, "Hey, uh, do you have this comic or this comic?" I was like, uh, "I think I do. It's in a box somewhere." He's like, "I'm just trying to figure out how much my comic collection's worth." I was like, "Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and uh, uh, head you off here. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah." And he's like, "What are you talking about? I have some. I have some number ones and some signed copies and some first editions." I was like, "Yeah, it's worth nothing." He's like, "You yeah, can nothing. thank all the dickheads in the '90s for that when they flooded the market with." foils and replicas and um hologram covers like everybody thought that if they bought a comic it would be it would someday turn into that superman number one that's worth you know one hundred fifty thousand dollars now or whatever it is um or the uh shit what is it? walking dead number one which is like 750 bucks now like and that's not even 20 15 huh. years old or whatever. Yeah, the, the the Walking Dead number one really shot up there because of the uh, the show. Um, I'll I'm be sh- honest with you. I might have a copy of that somewhere in a drawer, but if I do, it's fucking destroyed. Yeah, and, and like, like I told him, he was like, no. I was like, dude, like, whatever you think your comics are worth, they're worth a dollar more than what you paid for them. Tops. Like, that's fucking it. And he's like, well, that's a dollar. I was like, shut up. Just, it, just, just we're not doing this. You know. But you also have to find somebody who wants to buy all that shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, unless it's like Superman number one, Spider-Man number one, or, yeah. you know, one of those shit, X-Men number one. It's not – well, and that's the thing, too, is um, what, what was the one that everybody uh, – Death of Superman they made a big deal out of. And yeah. I know people well, that bought started, every variant. And, yeah, that started the trend, man. That started the trend. And, like, an in-the-box – Never open or mint condition Superman, uh, Death of Superman's worth like 20 bucks or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's absolutely horrible. But anyway, it's not, we... it's not an investment if they make millions of them, dumb Well, that's true, yeah. Well, we've talked for 26 minutes yeah. about absolutely fucking nothing. So. Man, well, <laughs> yeah. that, that weeds out the shaft in our audience. Exactly, you know? exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, so the weekly numbers, uh, I have had about five or six beers. Um, I have a new keg. I think I told you that we had a, a, a power outage issue with the keg calculation last time. Did we talk about that? Uh, um, I believe so, yes. Apparently when the power goes – I did not realize this. But when the power goes out of the house, the keg meter doesn't necessarily lose the value, but it doesn't restart. It doesn't stay on. So this last keg, keg, uh, this last keg that I, I measured 
um, was 14.16 gallons out of what should be 15 and a half. So we're off there a little bit, but I will drink another keg to make sure make this right. You got to calibrate it. That's what I, that's what I got to do. Um, I, Shay, I've seen you taking some shots. What are we sipping on over there? Uh, I have a, I've had a, it's a 1554 from new Belgium. It's a black lager. Um, pretty fucking good. I don't know. I had a, a little, little shooter of, uh, bullet bourbon and uh, 120 gram weed gummy all right so Mil- this is, 20 milligram not 20 so if grams, anybody wants to know milligram. why we talk for 26 minutes without really getting anywhere that's why um i mean honestly i'm gonna put that on the audience for having unrealistic yep. expectations yep, yep that's yep. that's that's on you um and i'm not gonna cut any of this they're gonna hear all no, of this before good yeah. good um so, uh, so we are in the 257th day of the Biden administration. It has been 271 days since the last uh, uh, coup attempt of free and fair elections. Uh, Biden's polling numbers are not looking good because he's gotten just ransacked on the Afghanistan pullout, and uh, the fact that we haven't we haven't solved the COVID uh, crisis yet, which he promised to do. So he's about eh, about negative five. You know, it's like for 538 has him at. Forty-seven point eight disapprove. Forty-four point eight approve, so it's negative three. Gallup has him at negative eight approval, disapproval rating. And that you know, all right, whatever. That is what it is. What I really love is all the people who supported President Trump, who was like negative seven throughout his entire fucking presidency. Yeah. They're like, oh look, Biden should resign. He's negative eight. Like, shut the fuck up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't pay uh, attention to those numbers when Trump was negative fourteen. No, no, not at all. I you and, and it's funny too because you know that I, at least I feel like at some point during the campaign to become president, someone's like, "You've got to tell him you can solve COVID," and he's like, "I can't." He's like, I, "You've got to tell him that," and he's like, "All right." Oh, and yeah, then he yeah. takes he takes office, <laughs> and and he's like, "All right, we're gonna do this thing," and he knows you're not going to. He's just, he's just the president. He's the next. He like partially well he trump was a dumbass but he also no matter how did he well he did he was going to take some blame for it air quotes because right. he's the president right. um and then you know same thing for biden you know but, but covid's never going away it's not a thing you can no. solve like it's just it's just not it, it, it's going to be a, a thing from now on um because so many mouth breathers won't get vaccinated and and it's uh and you I just i would have loved to have been in the room with like all right man like you're not going to solve COVID, and, like, we also really have to pull out of Afghanistan. Yeah. It's going to be a shit show. It's not going to be good. And he's like, fuck! <laughs> Damn uh-huh. it. We're going to get so rocked on this. And he's like, you know, he's like, I was hoping Trump would pull out. And fuck! Because yeah, yeah. that was never going to go well. No. And I well, refuse what... to believe they didn't know that. I don't care what, this, what, the, what the talking heads say. Like... Well, I, I, think, I think if you listen to what Biden has said, and we're not going to talk about Afghanistan because it's, uh, no. you know, I don't know about you, but it was, it's, it's, a, it's a 20-year complicated thing. Um, I think Biden, the right choice was to pull out. Um, all of the arguments I've heard for staying there are really stupid. Like uh, one guy, um, uh, Pr- uh, Dennis Prager, he was like, I think we should stay there because I think the left doesn't know that you have to fight evil. So we're just going to define anybody that's brown over there in Afghanistan evil and we're going to stay there forever and fight them. Like we knew that was going to happen, that it was going to be pulled out. But one of the things that I thought was hilarious is that the Biden administration, if you listen to them talk, they were like, we didn't think it happened that fast. So you knew it happened. 
So you were hoping it, it happened like six months down the road and you wouldn't have to fucking deal with it. Or it wouldn't be like a thing that happened that day that you did. Like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna withdraw all the troops the next day. The entire country falls apart. Like, ah, oh, fuck, that was me, wasn't it? That was fucking me, wasn't it? Damn it. Like, you can't get the six month. Like, they knew it was going to happen. They just thought it was going to happen four to six months down the road. Yeah. They were going to act like it wasn't their fault. But it was like, all right, Ralph, boom. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Um, yeah, so that, that that's going to kneecap the shit out of his approval rating, and that's fine. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, the, 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 the Trump supporters that are like, oh, he's negative eight. He should resign. I would like to point to you the multiple times Donald Trump was double digits underwater. He didn't fucking resign after being impeached twice. So, so, so calm the fuck down. Um, we are 572 days into a global pandemic. We are about, uh, as I speak right now, about 12 hours in, uh, after the great Facebook outage of 2021. Uh, everybody lost their shit apparently because they couldn't post their their thirst memes for a while. How long? I so I didn't I ne- I did not know it was out, <clears throat> so it couldn't have been out for more than a couple hours. It was like 10:30 it went out, and it didn't come back until. Oh, I take that back. Well, I, I don't know when it came back on. I'm saying it's 12 hours since it went away. I don't know when it came back on. I just oh, know everybody okay. was like, oh, shit. Um, and I wanted to post something about Alex Jones. That's the only reason I knew it was out. And we'll talk about uh, Alex Jones later. I mean, I, I, went to, I went to throw up a stupid uh, picture of a dog at, like, 11, and it didn't work. And I said, eh, whatever, something's fucked up. I guess, huh. I guess for the, for, I, I is it, is it? I'm just too busy to notice if Facebook is out for five hours. I don't know. That's so weird to me that people would get upset about that. Yeah, it's weird to me, too. Doesn't matter to me, either. Um, I'm not but, that busy, let's be clear. Yeah, I let's be really clear. Well, it's it's not like I didn't notice it, but I pick up my phone and notice that Facebook didn't update. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I go about whatever I'm doing. Yeah, um, uh, weird. Uh, it's also been 229 days. Congratulations, Russell Limbaugh. Clean and sober. Got me <laughs> that joke is always funny. <laughs> it's never going to not be fun. Um, <laughs> hey, Justin, you know why it's funny? Because <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, dead. Uh, he's a shitty person, and he's dead. Um, yep. All right, so uh, COVID-19, woo fuckery, and the vaccines. Um, in, uh, so we got 44.6 plus million cases in the United States, uh, 721,300. 317 deaths. Uh, when I updated this uh, outline earlier this afternoon, it's probably some more now. Uh, the round numbers that's going to be over 240 911s or 180,000 Benghazis, or we like to say 180 kilo Benghazis here yeah, at just, Let's Guess. Just, just, yes, exactly. Okay. Um, uh, honestly, all of the trends are going in the right direction now. Uh, cases are going down, vaccines are going up. Um, a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Biden administration has uh, implemented a vaccine mandate for federal employees, and the CDC has authorized a third shot for, uh, you know, aka a booster shot for um, uh, many Americans over sixty-five and frontline oh, okay. workers, uh, frontline workers who work in uh, healthcare. And as soon as I'm allowed to, sign me up, baby. Fuck Give yeah, me that, that jab. That's the, that's the next note uh, below that for me is like, I'm ready to take my booster fucking tomorrow. Just authorize it and I'm there. Um, uh, the vaccine mandate thing I think is hilarious because so many people are like, you can't make me take the jab. And I'm like, were you homeschooled? No. So, went to public so school. You, you had all kinds of jabs. Shut up. Yeah, there you go. Shut the fuck up. You went to public schools. And when you show them, like, the old school vaccination cards that you and I had somewhere in Cabo County school system, 
uh, they're like, that's fake. I'm like, no, it's not fake. You're an idiot. Like, you're just a fucking idiot. Um, well, and then their whole argument is like, well, this one's not tested. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. This isn't I am a legend, guys. It'll be fine. I promise. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, well, we could do an entire podcast on the difference between the VAERS system and the prison system. Prism. Yeah. Prism. Not prism. Prism system. The VAERS system, anybody in the world can update a, uh, you know, can log a vaccine, you know, complication and or death. Prism system is, is what the actual medical professionals do. They use the their system to weed out what could be really happening and then they investigate it okay in the their system some uh i know you've heard this story and we probably talked about it on the podcast but a physician actually said that when he took the flu vaccine he became extremely large and muscular and his skin turned to a green tint he basically <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, he's described yeah. becoming the Hulk. Yeah, I did yeah, read about des- that. Described that he had become the Hulk, and he put that in the Varus system, and he was then contacted by the Varus system you know, employees. They're like, sir, did this really happen? He's like, no. He's like, do you mind if we delete it? He's like, yes, of course you can delete it. You know? But he didn't have but to delete f- that shit. But how, but how funny is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, how funny is that? I want him to be like, but, but it was funny, right? And they're like, right. yes, well, sir, It's, it it's kind of like when um, the Texas State Republican Party in, in, uh, he instigated a $10,000 bounty on anybody who has had or assisted with a vaccine, uh, uh, an abortion. You know, it's kind of like how I then reported uh, Ted Cruz's wife for having a vaccine that he drove her to, and therefore should be fined ten thousand dollars. You know, like you can put anything you fucking want in there. But um, there are a bunch of people who are making a big deal about how like everybody's quitting rather than taking the vaccine. But if you look at those numbers, it's like 137 people will quit at, would quit at uh, some hospital, but that that's 99.9 percent of the popular uh, the hospital workers got the vaccine. Like as soon as the mandate yeah. was put in there, 99. They're like, all right, fuck, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the same. You know, that's that. I, you know, thing I always say is like, well, nobody covers plane. Uh, nobody covers the uh, planes that land safely. You only cover exactly. plane crashes. Right. It's like, right. You know, no, but nobody wants to uh, see a story about how all the people at this hospital got vaccinated. Well, I, I would like to see that story, but you know what I mean? That doesn't get ratings. Yeah. Well, it's, it, the point is not that the story, the idiots, um, no, how do I want to phrase this? The point is not that the media only covers the idiots. It's the point that when a vaccine mandate is put into effect, there's going to be a, a wide swath of idiots that say, Oh, I won't do it. I'm going to, I'm going to quit before I get the jab. But like ninety nine point nine percent of those idiots get vaccinated. Like yeah. it's a very small percentage. Um, they've even they've run the numbers and you know everybody loves to go on social media and say I will refuse I will retire before I will retire or quit my job before I get um okay bye yeah well I say kick rocks motherfucker but um so few of those people that say that actually do it it's just silly. yeah just shut up well I also would love to know. Uh, of the people that do actually quit, let's interview the guy that immediately stepped in and took that position because everyone's looking for work. Like, yeah, you're not special. You can re- no one gives a shit if you quit your job. Like they, yeah. you know, and yeah, that's that's the thing I, I hate about that is it's like I, I keep seeing headlines of like random dude who's an EMT says he'll quit. It's like, okay, I'm sure there's like thirty Fuck dudes off, lined dude. up. Yeah, there's yeah. all these people that will gladly step in and take the position from your stupid ass. It's no yeah. different than it's like, well, I'm not going to pee in that cup. And it's like, all right, well, go fuck yourself. Somebody else will. Well, yeah, move on. That's that um, free market at work, baby. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> there's a great meme I keep seeing. It's like nobody wants to work, and then somebody's like, "Yeah, scarcity makes value increase." And yeah, then it's like, "What? What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things that is kind of um, oh god, it just hits me is like is healthcare workers that are refusing to get vaccinated, and so that shit my, is bananas. Yeah. So my wife, being a registered nurse, knows a lot of these people. And she's just befuddled by them. Um, apparently, one of her supervisors, you know, I'm not going to name names here, but one of her supervisors has left instead of uh, uh, being forced to get vaccinated. Fuck them. Um, she gave me um, she gave me uh, a heads up on another one that she, another woman she used to work with at, uh, at in Huntington when she worked in Huntington that. Um, refuse to get vaccinated and is going to leave their hospital and like do um, travel nursing where like you go from hospital to hospital because a lot, a lot yeah. of small hospitals won't require you to get vaccinated. And and my thought is like one, it's only a matter of time before they require you to get vaccinated. All everybody, you know, the worst yeah, for sure. Uh, number two is this woman. Uh, Rachel put me in tears one night because she explained to me that this woman um, had braces. Now she's like in her thirties and she had gotten braces, which is fine, whatever. You want to fix your teeth, fix your teeth. Well, they hurt her. Uh, they started to hurt one night. She told her husband about it, and he blew her off. So she uh, went to his uh, toolbox, got a pair of pliers, and proceeded to pull $4,000 worth of uh, dental work off of her, her teeth. And then her husband was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's, she was like, whatever. I'm just not going to pay that guy. He's like, we put it on the credit card. She's like, well, I'll just cancel that credit card. Like, no idea at all how shit works. Just and this woman... What? Is a nurse. Is a nurse. Wow. See, yeah. now that's the thing. That's the other side that you don't see when you see, like, uh, at the, oh, this nurse says they won't get vaccinated. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. But, like, is that the one that everybody hates and hopes quits? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Well, it's like when everybody says, like, you know, uh, re- you know, everybody that ever uh, worked with Rachel, like, she would tell them what I, uh, you know, I was, get, I was trying to get my PhD in physics, and they were like, wow, he must be smart, was the five words they would say. And Rachel's like, yeah, watch it. Hey, then why can't he take the dishes from the sink and put them in the dishwasher if he still got that smart? <laughs> You know. I, I have personally seen someone say like, "Hey, Justin, congratulations on your PhD." And Rex is like, "Yeah, he still hasn't figured out how to do the fucking ditches." Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and I and as as a person who has worked with with PhDs almost my entire life, I know there's a there's a vast swath of them that I wouldn't trust to watch my cactus for the time it takes me to go uh, check the mail. Like, you don't leave them with sharp <laughs> objects. You know, it's yeah, it happens. But um, but yeah, so that's a thing. The other thing that's happening, and uh, we haven't talked in a while, is ivermectin. Have you been following uh, how much ivermectin is a thing now? Uh, I mean, I uh, yeah, yes. Well, for short, short answer, yes. I'm not like balls deep in the news, like a lot of people are. But I, I you know, I listen to the, I listen to the public radios, and I check Reddit, so I'm aware of the. Uh, and I've also been. Uh, for giggles, uh, down the street from me, there's a store called Murdoch's, which is badass. It's just like an old school general store, or feed store. Yeah. Excuse me. And uh, they, you know, they're all. They, I just every now and then, I'm like, hey, do you guys have any ivermectin? <laughs> and the guy will go, no, we're sold out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's so pissed. Yeah, and and the reason he's pissed, and the reason that actual people who own like horses are mad, is because these so. A couple months a couple months ago, everybody's seen in 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 the uh, in the news. But what I would recommend is I would recommend everybody listen to um, Doom. It's a podcast called Doom with Matt Bender. He usually focuses on just 
cons- uh, conservative conspiracy theories. Like that's his his yeah. side side hustle. He does his podcast. If you take we, nothing else away from our podcast, take away the podcasts. list of better podcasts. To yeah, listen better to. podcasts. Yeah. Um, but he sat down and did about two hours with a doctor, Eric Osgood, uh, MD. And the reason this guy was really great is that he was part of that Americans Frontline Doctor uh, group, you know, that yeah. got out got out there real quick about uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And he was with them before that woman started talking about how if you had if you had um, some type of cancer, it's because you fucked a demon in your sleep, the demon sperm lady. Remember that lady? Yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. She's been she on Info. She's been on Infowars, by the way. Up. Yeah. She had like a whole hour on Infowars, and I could not believe my eyes. I was like, "You got to be shitting me, Alex Jones! You're you're oh, I believe the it. demons." Yeah, but he was with that whole group, and he was, and and his point was a very simple one, and I think it's a very a valid one. He said we were trying to find any th- type of medicine that we had on the shelf that would help with COVID in the interim before we got vaccines out. And then once the v- vaccine was released, he was disgusted that the group he was working with, this frontline doctors bullshit said the vaccine wasn't viable and we should stick with hydro- hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and all this stuff. And he's like, that's not science. Like, you guys are not doing science now. You guys are just pushing an agenda. So he bounced and now goes around and talks about how wacky they are. And But he had a really good, like, two hours talking about, like, which studies were really falsified about ivermectin, what other studies were ruined because they included those studies, um, the fact that ivermectin really does have, like, an antiviral component but the amount you a, a human would have to take was like way too much. Like they tested ivermectin on coronavirus in, I believe it's like uh, monkey liver cells is what they usually use. But like the amount they had to put in there to make the virus not replicate was like way more than a person can consume. Yeah. And and so it has an antiviral component and it also has a um, anti-inflammatory component that would help out with the COVID um, problem because like he talked about how long COVID was, you know, your body processes COVID, but the, 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 the viral components are still in your body and they move around and that's what causes long COVID. Like the virus isn't active. It's just the, the, the breakdown of the viral components stay in your system and your, your body keeps trying to fight it. And so there's this, this overactive immune response, which the anti inflammatory can help out. And he's like, so this is a thing that might work, but there's no data yet out that supports it. And like, you have to study it at early doses to see if the antiviral part works. You have to study it during uh, an actual COVID case to see if the anti-inflammatory works. And all of that research is being done now. Just none of it's been fucking released yet. But because some asshole said it, it cured COVID, everybody's trying to fucking get ivermectin. And since your local doctor isn't usually an idiot, he won't give you ivermectin. So people get fucking horse paste. And that's why your local feed store is fucking out of horse paste right now. Apple flavored uh, ivermectin horse paste. Yeah, it's amazing. Should I have listened I to how, podcast. I wonder if it really, really tastes like ivermectin. I wonder if it. I wonder what that well, tastes like. Well, I'll tell it. I'll tell you that Alex Jones took both the human drug and the horse paste one on on air. Decent. Yeah. yeah well, he he pulled. Is it pulled, as good as when he tried that bone broth? Yeah, he, the he's, face he he's made, like clearly, clearly trying not to throw up in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, truly not trying to like hork on his own desk there. Um, but no, it was he made a face. And he's like that tastes horrible. But no, he, uh, 
Alex Jones has, uh, he showed, he pulled out a bag. He had a prescription for the human version of ivermectin, which is a, a very well-known drug all over the world because it is a D, uh, parasitic that is very widely used in the United States or not, not, I'm sorry. Well, in the United States and in, 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 uh, sub-Saharan countries, they just, they give it out all the time because it works. Um, so, uh, Alex Jones is a millionaire. Of course, he had a prescription for ivermectin. He got it from a doctor. The okay. same reason. We're going to talk about how he lost his case, right? Well, we're definitely getting there. Okay, that's, just that's checking. Whole, that just popped in my head. I forgot about that's it. Okay, continue, continue. Sorry. Uh, we're going to shit all over him there. Um, the same reason that fucking Joe Rogan, when he caught COVID, got the human version of ivermectin because he's a fucking millionaire. Yeah. You know? Um, but Alex Jones also, like, so he took his little pills, his blister pack out, took a pill out, squirted some of the horse paste into a spoon, put the pill on top of it, and then took it. He did that live on air because um, that's what he does because he needs clicks now. Well, um, I mean, but, uh, yeah, that's whatever. That's, that's, but, his, um, that's always been his stick. Right, right. But the other thing is, like, uh, there's a lot of side effects if you overdose on ivermectin. But the people who like think that this shit is is good will tell you. To, like one of them is blurry vision, and so people will tell each other on YouTube videos that like um, when your vision starts to blur, that's when you know it's working. And it's like, damn, that is incredible. Yeah, I, yeah, I have not seen any of that. Yeah, I, I want that yeah. so bad to be true. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, your vision's blurred, man. Just a little bit more. Yeah, that's when you know it's, it's kicking in. And the last thing I want to talk about this this fucking um, ivermectin is that we've, we've started with with the increase in vaccinations, the increase in mandates. Of course, all this, this COVID and vaccine denialism is going to kick up, too. One of the things I found pretty fucking funny is that there's like this vigilante anti-vax movement to get people out of the hospitals. Okay, because their reasoning is, if you look where people die, they all die in the hospitals, right, Shay? So therefore, the <laughs> yeah, hospitals yeah. are what's killing them. And so one of the funny things is like they people they think that when you if you have COVID and you go into the hospital, that's a death sentence because not only will they a not give you the the drugs you need like ivermectin, but b they will intubate you. And there's been a long running story on the right, on the far right, far stupid right. That the they when they intubate you they turn the pressure up way too much and they explode your lungs that's why you die it's not the COVID at all it's the, it's the intubation that actually kills you so there's this vigilante movement that if your friends or loved ones are in the hospital for COVID you got to get them out right now and you got to find a doctor that's going to give them ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and all the other bullshit zinc uh, Z pack shit that they they say works. Um, did you hear the story in Ohio about the guy whose wife sued to have him get, excuse me, ivermectin? Yes. Yes. Yeah. She, she sued. to so the doctor, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know the details, but I, you know, I, I, yeah. I, it was one of those ones where I saw the headline. I was like, that's dumb. And I clicked it and I read a little bit about it and I kind of yeah. moved on. I don't. Yeah. So, so Jeffrey Smith was a man in Ohio. Uh, he was in the Cincinnati or no, uh, Centerville area of Ohio. Um, he, he had been in, um, uh, COVID he'd been, uh, admitted into the hospital around, uh, you know, early July with COVID symptoms. He spent weeks there. Um, and he, you know, he did the, uh, antibody infusions. He did the, um, colloidal antibodies. He did the, uh, uh, red, red, yeah, red got it that time, a steroid treatment, did the plasma, all of it. And he still continued to decline. 
Um, so his wife wanted him to get um, ivermectin. Hospital said we're not giving him fucking horse dewormer. They said, and so she found a she found a, a judge. Uh, she found a doctor who would um, prescribe it. Some fucking loon on the internet, and then the 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 hospital said we're not going to provide it. So she sued. A judge said fine, give it to her if she wants it. Another judge said no, you're not going to do this. Basically, like we're not going to let internet hysteria determine what our hospital procedure is going to be, and so they blocked it. He basically, uh, basically told his wife that if you want to transfer him somewhere where this loon of a doctor has admitting privileges and then can administer the drug himself, fucking go for it. But we're not doing it here. And um, dis- that that man has unfortunately died. He oh, uh, did not make it uh, because guess what? That shit doesn't work. And he was probably his actual treatment was probably interrupted because of this bullshit. And that's just another person that. Their life didn't have to end because of COVID. But this idiocy is just it's so fucking per- permeating so much of um, the world. I, I have a, a, a going to be honest, friend. I'm kind of at the point where, like, when I hear stories like that, I'm like, that ah, sucks to be you, bud. Like, I don't, I I don't mean, have. I got no I sympathy mean, left for these people anymore, honestly. I mean, the Darwin Awards are there for a reason. Yeah, I don't. It's like, okay. I mean, I have a Way close friend. I have a very close friend who who just sent me a screenshot of a text from his mother that says, "Hey, do you know how we can get ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine? Hydroxychloroquine, like, and that's that was like yesterday. That was yesterday. I I got that picture. Like this, this shit is not going away. This is not old news. It's getting recycled. People are doing really, really dumb stuff. Yep. Oh god. Hopefully, we'll get through this without another seven hundred thousand people dying." Um. All right. The main thing we got to talk about later is Alex Jones getting just absolutely he he bitch man slapped in court. But before we do that, let's talk about some political things that I think are funny and, and happened in the last couple of weeks since we've done a podcast. Shay, have you followed the California recall uh, election? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, well, I did. You- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it it was uh, real dumb and real expensive and turned out exactly like I thought it would. Yes, uh, Gavin Newsom was uh, um, uh, recalled, quote unquote, because the uh, laws of California are insane, and if you get enough, if you get enough uh, signatures, you can do fucking anything you want. So Republicans try to recall Gavin Newsom. Well, let's be and, clear, they <sighs> he did some real dumb shit. Oh. He made he's a, a lot of poli- he made a lot of political yeah, missteps like, that led to that. The the big one was the whole like tit lock and every telling everybody to stay home and not wear masks and then going to like ritzy rich person galas where no one was wearing a mask and being stupid enough to get filmed doing it and right you know that, that it, restaurant it was, was yeah. called that restaurant was called the French Laundry and the best joke I heard <laughs> I did not know that that is amazing <laughs> yeah, it was called the French Laundry and the best joke I heard was like well if they'd have named it the Freedom Laundry it would have been cool about it that's probably true yeah. But yeah, that shit is that whole thing was a fucking oh yeah, okay so like if you, if you, yeah. all it is is an excuse to burn taxpayer money, uh, two hundred sixty to three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. are the estimates right now to lose the recall effort by over thirty percent. Yeah, like not a small margin. Like if no. they went to do this and he won, but it was the skin of his nuts, I'd say oh, okay that says something. But it wasn't even fucking close. Well, there's a lot of talk that this is this is was kind of a referendum on Trumpism, and. I don't like to listen to that kind of 
political you're, talking that, you're not you're not getting a referendum on trumpism out of california that doesn't make any sense well there's a lot of well there's more conservative there's more republicans that live in california than any other state just well, yeah, but how much of that is a function of the population, though? Right, it's yeah. It's the no, biggest state, that's, so. That's how statistics work. Yeah, no. exactly, Shay. Thank you. Um, but one of the things that I think made it interesting in that, that kind of vein of a discussion is that the leader on the Republican side was Larry Elder. Do you know who Larry Elder is? Ah, uh, nah. Larry Elder is a, is a, uh, political, to- a political talker, you know, a conservative talker, a uh, right-wing uh, um, talk show host. Uh, he's uh, he's He is... Uh, God, I don't want to downplay this, but like he is the black guy that you have on your show to say that, hey, since I'm rich and wealthy, racism doesn't exist in America. Like he's I guy. do know who you're talking about. Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he, he is of that Candace Owens type yeah. of, you know, ilk where they go and yep. say, well, since I am not in change and he's a radio host, not, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I mean, he is he is anti he is anti woman's choice. He choice. He is anti uh, minimum wage. He thinks that he thinks the minimum wage should be zero. Um, like basically, since he's OK and he's got his fuck everybody and anybody else that needs a helping hand up sideways, whatever. He didn't give a shit. Um, and basically I think what happened and what a lot of other people agree with me happened is like when Gavin Newsom started to like kind of when that, when that, uh, percentage of people who wanted to recall him shrank down to about 5%, Larry Elder shot up in the polls and people started seeing what Larry Elder said about stuff Larry Elder Mm. believed. They were like, holy shit, no, this isn't going to be the guy. Like they realized like if we do recall him, the guy that would take the spot would be this asshole. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people are like, nah, we're not going to do that. And there's actually a really f- uh, interesting, or I say funny because I don't give a shit, it's California, but you know, there's a really interesting argument that the whole recall process is unconstitutional because Gavin Newsom had to get 50% to win, to you know not lose the recall. Mm-hmm. But then Larry Elder could, could win the governorship. It, like, say Gavin Newsom got 49%. Yeah. Well, he, he would lose the recall. And then the person who could win it Gavin Newsom would then have to beat like Larry Elder could win it with sixteen percent kind of thing because because of, of the way it's broken up. So that seems not, sketchy. Yeah, it's it's sketchy as fuck. And there's there's a lot of people that say that that's like unconstitutional. And I was like, I don't I don't know what math. I mean, we have some really bullshit racist math in the Constitution. Some people might be worth three, uh, you know, two thirds of a person or three fifths of a person. I'm sorry, um, but I don't remember that math in the Constitution. So it might be the the california constitution they're talking about but i don't know i, I just thought it was funny that they pissed away 30 300 million dollars to find out that larry elder was an asshole yeah and, uh, yeah now well, what the do they care is, it wasn't their money yeah well it actually was it was their money um but uh the funny thing is is like now the discussion of whether or not he will return to his show is a big one but regardless everybody knows that like whether he returns to his show they're like, he is now a political star in the right-wing politics. It's like, yes, please let this asshole be your political star. Oh, that's so yes. fun. Please let him do that, yeah. Because he's done nothing but talk. God, the Republicans it. would – can you imagine how proud they would be to finally have a black guy running for president? <laughs> the, 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 well, a black guy running for president that says that black people have, uh, have just as fair of a shake as white people. Yeah. Have. 
all that, all that, you know, I don't think you back. get very far, but. Oh, God, he's such a, he's such a transparent asshole when it comes to that. Like, just like, just like Candace Owens, you know. <clears throat> Candace Owens went on, for some reason, was invited to speak before Congress to say that the Republicans, the, I'm sorry, the Southern strategy, a.k.a. the Southern switch, didn't happen. Um, Who, was which, it Candace Owens that had the Scooby-Doo meme in Congress? Who was no, that? that? That's uh, that's Marjorie, Marjorie Three Names. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Marjorie Taylor Green, Marjorie. Yeah, yeah. I keep I keep uh, confusing all these really really dumb lo- dumb people. Really, in really, really, really dumb. Yep. Um, well, just 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 kind of an offhand. Um, oh God, what is that guy? He's in a wheelchair, Connor something. Oh, uh, he just he just he just did a uh, he just did a commercial that said we're in a holy war. So that's awesome. You know, that's great. But these people have like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She has she has no committee. She can't vote. Or I mean, she can vote. I'm sorry, but she cannot put forth legislation because she's in no committees. So all she does is fucking post and meme. Um, um, uh, there's oh god, he's a, he's a Republican. He's very young. He's like 23. Um, he's in a wheelchair. Um, and uh, ah. Uh, Madison Cawthorn. Sorry, I totally blanked on his name. Uh, Madison Cawthorn is. So I, a, I came up. I came up with the same answer by just googling conservative dude in a wheelchair. I did too. I did too. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Google sometimes. Yeah, but but oh, Madison Cawthorn great. is a uh, Republican from North Carolina's 11th district, and he has virtually no policy people on staff. He has staffed his entire congressional um, um, framework around messaging and mm-hmm. media and and when asked about it, he said yeah i'm not here to like write law i'm here to like fucking post and meme the shit out of this you know like they don't they're not there to like they they spent all of their political capital saying government doesn't work and they're by god gonna prove it while they're in government because yep. they're just gonna do absolutely no no, no. About yeah, say, just because you don't do anything doesn't mean the government doesn't work right <laughs> yeah all right yeah um, all right, so the other fun, uh, just total foot in ass that is an own goal is the Arizona recall was announced in the week since we've done a podcast. And believe it or not, the Arizona, uh, the, the, the Cyber Ninjas, believe it or not, a, a company called Cyber Ninjas that you hired to do an Arizona audit um, fucked it all up. And uh, Joe Biden has won by more uh, votes than previously. Well, they, well the, they didn't fuck it up, they just got a more accurate count right and right. that they more accurate count hand. is that joe biden had more votes than they thought mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome and the immediate response by the right-wing media was well yeah they showed all the votes but they didn't show all the fraud that happened That's and so God. so people like our buddy alex jones who we will shat on here shortly kept saying like when when you're proving fraud you say yeah so somebody has 10 million dollars in the bank account that's a fact, but we can prove that six of it was six million of it was stolen. And so basically, he's saying, yeah, they proved that that Joe Biden won the Arizona election, but what they also proved was that ninety percent of his votes were fraud. Oh, so, I see. Like, well, yeah, yeah you found more votes because of all the fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I that's see. what's happening. That's what's happening. Um, there's absolutely no connection to reality with that. No. Of course, I guarantee um, you. Whenever the, the the geniuses in charge of that said that, like, oh, we're going to do this recount, <laughs> they immediately somebody on a post it was like. When they find, you know, he's like, "All right, say fraud did it," and hand it. Just remember when we find the counts the same. Remember to say it was fraud. Oh yeah. Not to mention that all of the all of the voting machines that they were able to quote unquote inspect 
going straight in the trash because they now can never be used again because they've been cracked open and fiddled with by these jackasses. So, you know, I'm sure they were fucking like Shay's eating a pizza pizza right now. Yep. I'm sure they were dro- they were dropping fucking pepperonis and fucking garlic sauce all in them. Just absolute asshats from start to finish. I'm doing my best not to like have that sound come across, but it probably does. But the other no, side of that is, is, is fuck you. This pizza's delicious. Yeah, you've been doing a great job. You have muted nice. yourself nice. on purpose. Yeah. Um, but I have, I have our, our. Um, I didn't our, even mute myself with that last bite I took. Yeah, uh, we. Ha- I have our former president talking about uh, uh, the uh, Arizona election. So that was announced on a Thursday. I can't tell you which Thursday because I didn't look it up and I don't care. Um, but that following Saturday, Donald Trump went to Georgia to rail uh, basically about everything that – basically he said, why do you guys not let me be president more? Um, and uh, let me – I got to share this. Let me, let me share my screen, share my audio. Did you see where Donnie Moscow has uh, – he's, he's asking some court to tell Twitter to let him have his Twitter back? Yes, he has, uh, he has asked a court in Florida to uh, – reinstate his twitter um facebook is not care. based in florida um that's not how courts work and that's not how private companies work so three was it facebook or twitter or is it just all the social oh twitter i'm sorry you said twitter you're right twitter twitter it's well because he's banned from facebook too yeah he's banned from facebook too it's it's all one company facebook yeah. owns twitter uh, oh that's um, right that's right and they do not they do not operate out of Florida, so whatever. So um, before I play this trip, this this video of Donald Trump lying about the Arizona recall, I would like for you to remember that everybody on the conservative side likes to talk about how uneloquent Joe Biden is. Like he's fed all of his lines. He has to use a teleprompter. Um, this is the guy everyone that uses a fucking teleprompter. Yeah, everyone anyway. uses a fucking teleprompter. Every president ever has anyway. Uh, and Shay is looking at my screen, and Shay can see every in my fucking screen. newscaster. Anyway, there sorry. you go. Um, Shay can see in my screen in the top left hand corner. Donald Trump is looking at two teleprompters. Um, but this is Donald Trump, who is apparently the greatest president ever. Joe Biden, a complete idiot who cannot speak to. The, keep that in mind. Joe Biden cannot speak on, because he has Alzheimer's. But this is the guy they think is the smartest person in the world. Listen to this nonsense. Just, just. Oh, Jesus Christ. Biden supposedly won the state of Arizona by 10,457 votes. Yet, the report shows 173,104 lost votes and 96,389 ghost votes. You know what a ghost vote is, right? Where is it? Where is it? That's not what a ghost vote is. (laughs) Where is it? A conservative estimate of votes impacted was... 299,493. Again, reading off teleprompter. It is estimated that 173,104 voters Again, had off their votes stolen. Look at those lights going out over there. Oh, my God. All right, hold on here. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to pause it right here and back up. Um, look at those lights. That's his That's his trope during a uh, a rally. He, he points to back where the cameras, uh, the, where the yeah. press are. And he says that whenever he says something they don't like, all the lights go out, meaning they go not live. That's not um, That's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not true. You can see that you know any number of, of outlets have this whole fucking thing live, and like the crowd loves it. They like. Cheer, well, see, like, to me, that just strikes me as a dumb old man joke, and he doesn't really expect people to think no. they're turning it off. He does. He doesn't. He does. It's dumb. So it's like he's like in his head, he just like. 
owned the media, and that's why they're now going to turn off. Like, all the information he said is already out there, dipshit. Like, it's already, if it was live, it's out there. Turning it off doesn't, like, there's not a rewind 30 seconds of, of time and delete button on a fucking can't. He's so dumb. Here, but, but yeah, but he's smarter than Biden. Stolen. Look at those lights going out over there. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. The lights, I'm telling you, the television lights are going out. This is the most interesting part of the speech. The rest of my speech, you've said, that might be true. Before, right? Yeah, that might be true. It Regarding might be ghost votes, Maricopa County recorded an estimated 96,000 mail in votes that could not have been physically cast by the voter that the vote was registered to could not have been done by the voter that it was registered to. 96,000. How big of a crowd is he pulling these more days? Than I need right there. Not That's big. just one little category. And the media aren't reporting this stuff. They're saying that the election results are fine. It's it's going, it's just not acceptable. It's going, it's just not acceptable. Yeah, that's your, uh, that's your. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, so, yeah, I, I am actually really curious Let, about Let's be that. very clear, that's almost two years after he lost the election. Oh, for sure. But my question is how many people, because, so you see him. And you know, and this is true for fucking just about any speech of any public figure. You focus in close, so you can see them, and then you only see that person and the people behind them that they put there. Um, and I notice they don't cut to the crowds as much as they used to when he does speeches. Uh, and and I know his crowds were like on the downturn in yeah. terms of uh, turnout. And I, I but I haven't seen any. Th- actually, I'm kind of thankful no one's actually like covering. X number of people went to Trump rally anymore because it's not interesting. But um, right, I am curious right. about it. Well, yeah, because yeah, it, it doesn't take a lot of people standing there screaming to sound like there's a lot of people. No, no, it's not. Especially, especially because everybody packed near you. Know, so you're going to have the diehards. So you probably have a, a couple thousand diehards that are packed right up against the stage. Yeah, they're going to scream. They're going to make it sound good. There has been a discussion. I don't know if you noticed in that clip. There's always a blacks for Trump contingent yeah. behind him. Yeah. So the the guy who started that I, I don't know his name I don't want to Google it, I don't give a shit, but the guy who started that Blacks for Trump movement he's like a real weird guy like he might be into like some some really weird like conspiracy theory shit and and there's some websites and some podcasts that can debate that 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 can go further but there has been some talk that I've heard on some more mainstream news sites that it's like if you watch that speech throughout the whole thing. When it starts, there's a bunch of blacks for Trump there with their shirts that say blacks for Trump. And then as the speech goes on, that number dwindles down to just like the three or four hardcore dudes that you see at all of the, the, yeah. the rallies. So like there's a, there's a there's a theory that they're paid to be there. Like they're like, hey, guys, you know, here's here's this much money. We need you there for the first 10 minutes where everybody tunes in, blah, blah, blah. I can't substantiate that. I don't I haven't I haven't done any any research on it. I don't care to. I don't give a shit. But that's that's the theory that that uh is out there. I, I'm um, not going to jump to that conclusion, but I would not be shocked based on the fact that it is a fact that paid people to show up for the rallies. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. He's um, paid people to show up for his rally. It's a documented fact that he paid yeah. people to show up to his presidential announcement at Trump Tower. You know, that was a that was an actual. Uh, you know, what is it? Um, oh God, do we even have Craigslist anymore? I think we do. Um. I think we got rid of the 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 prostitution part of it, but yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, like that was an actual post on Craigslist where they you know looking for actors to come support Donald Trump during the his you know his 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 trip down the Golden Stairway or whatever. 
right. How about we take a quick break because I'm out of beer. We've already gone through one pitcher, and I'm gonna need another pitcher of beer to talk about how uh, how how fucked Alex Jones is and how happy I'm about it. Go plop. Sound like a plan? Yup. All right. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. You got the touch. You got the power. Yeah. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, the one topic that we had to talk. Excuse me. The one topic we had to talk about. We don't Alex edit out Jones. the belches because, or the hiccups because we care about authenticity, guys. Yeah. Well, that would take me way too long. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, trying to deal with that shit. Yeah. I, I think when we started doing this podcast, we uh, I talked about how like I do edit out stuff. That people ask me to edit out. Or my thing is I, I get drunk and drop a hard R, and I don't like that. I don't think anybody else is offended by it, but I am, so I take it out. But like. We're talking like some of the podcasts we listen to. I counted, and they have eighteen people working on each podcast. It's like three editors, and you know, so oh yeah, it's just, it's just Shay and I. It's just Shay and I, and a, an occasional guest here, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. You're, you're gonna deal with it. Um, but one of the things we have to talk about is my favorite buddy on the interwebs, Alex Jones, has gotten absolutely railed in court, and it's his own fucking fault, and it's so gorgeous, and I love every minute of it. So, last Thursday, Alex Jones lost two of his, I think, nine current cases. Um, I say nine with a question mark because I don't know how many of them there are. Um, Alex Jones has mentioned there's nine cases. Uh, I talked to our current legal, uh, the, the Woodscast legal correspondent, uh, our buddy Adam. He says that because they are um, civil cases and haven't gone into federal court, Alex can can uh and can request that they not be like posted so you wouldn't know about shit happening until after the fact after it has to be um posted so i think there's nine but two two of the nine question mark got um settled on thursday because the judge rendered a summary judgment because and this is very very poignant alex jones did not provide information during discovery info war lost the war because they had no info yes would not give it up so that's two of the nine cases. And then later that same Thursday, so that would be two cases. The two cases involving uh, Lenny, Lenny, Lenny Posner and his now ex-wife, um, Veronica Del Rosa, I believe. Um, they sued because Alex Jones um, and uh, said that their son, Noah, who was six years old at the time of the Sandy Hook shooting, um, was a crisis actor and did not die there. Uh, the other case that was settled on Tuesday was Scarlett Lewis, uh, mother of um, six-year-old Jesse Lewis. Um, she won her case then on Thursday, too. Um, they have sued for defamation and damages and all of the things you could sue Alex Jones for because Alex Jones, uh, in the course of the Sandy Hook, uh, quote-unquote covering the Sandy Hook massacre, said that it was a false flag. It didn't happen. They were all paid actors. Um he doxed Lenny Posner. Posner, I'm sorry. Um, Shay, I don't know if you're aware of the Freedom Network. Lenny Posner started the Freedom Network to to take down and um, strike videos. Like, if you were a YouTube asshole and you used a picture of his son or any of the pe- kids who died at Sandy Hook, he would have your video struck down because you didn't have the right to use that image. Yeah. 
So Lenny Paulser was kind of the lightning rod for all this because um, Alex Jones was mad that uh, Lenny Posner uh, was getting all the videos from Alex Jones's right-wing shithead friends taken off YouTube. And it was starting to impact his and other people's, you know, income stream. So he really made it a, uh, a point to go after uh, Mr. Posner um, to a point where he doxed him and so much as said where he lived, his phone number, his email address, and where he picked up his mail. Now, I don't know if there's a better way of having a, a, an internet weirdo murder a person than to say, like, hey, this guy is this is where he picks up his mail. But the instant Alex Jones started to say that it was a, a false flag, the Sandy Hook parents were inundated with um, calls, letters, threatening their lives, saying, you know, you, you, you faked this thing, yeah. and we're going to kill you. Real death is going to be on your doorstep. And Alex Jones was a pivotal, played a pivotal role in all of that. Yep. Well, I mean, I, it's, <laughs> it's it's funny because you say, "Oh, I'm so glad it turned oh, out." Oh, we're that not way. done. On Thursday, he lost a third suit that was revealed later that day of Neil Heslin, six-year-old son Jesse, same name, different boy. Uh, he lost that one. So at this point, Alex Jones has lost these two rulings. They are summary judgment because Alex Jones did not turn over anything that he was required to in discovery. So now the only thing that's left is for the ju the juries to decide how much he owes these people. Boom. Oh man, that's it. I mean, do you think it could end up being enough that he's like, just like he's like done, like? So, there's a yes and a no to that. Um, one thing is that you can throw up a number that would shut him the fuck up, and he would have to admit he did wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember that. Um, uh, Roger Stone once accused a Chinese uh, businessman. I don't want to mess this guy's name up, so I'm going to try to read it over here. Um. Damn it, I lost it. Uh, Bruno. Yeah, Bruno Wu. Uh, he, uh, uh, um, Roger Stone accused uh, a Chinese businessman of being, Bruno Wu, of being like an absolute, you know, Chinese stooge and, I don't know, worshiping. I don't know what the fuck he said about him. It doesn't matter. Alex, uh, Roger Stone is a complete asshole and a complete liar. Um, uh, Mr. Wu sued, uh, Roger Stone for a million dollars, and Roger Stone said, "You communist bastard! I'm really, really, really sorry. Don't, don't do this." Yeah, like he, <laughs> he, he folded. He folded so fucking quick, and something like this against Jones could do the same thing. Alex Jones spends his entire day begging for money on Infowars. He always says that we won't be here next year unless you buy, you know, my privacy pouch. You put your phone in. It's a little Faraday cage. It's the yeah. stupidest shit. But this is on top of the $150,000 that he already owes uh, legal fees for the, the these cases. And he also owes his wife $784,000 from their divorce settlement that he's never paid. Um, last year, his wife tried to force him into bankruptcy to pay that. Basically, force him to sell his houses and, and his stake in the business. Um, bankruptcy court said, right, he's good for it. You can't make him sell it. He'll pay you when he pays you. So... These things could really fuck him up, and and remember, these are these are two of two of nine lawsuits that are in in the in in the hopper. But also, the the um, one thing I would bring up is if, his if you have, net worth is five million dollars, yeah, according right. to celebritynetworth.com. So like, if, if he's I not was, like fuck you, I mean he's fuck you rich in a sense, but like, that's I think a, that's, a lot of that's on paper. A lot of that's probably on paper. I, I doubt he's that liquid. No, no, what I'm saying is that yeah, like that. 
what I was going to say is that probably means he's on hand got a lot less than that. So, like, right, he could right, easily right. have all of his shit wiped out. Right, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that, even if, if he had I, five million cash, that's that's not enough to make you invincible anymore. No, no, no. Uh, and especially not two out of no, not two, not two shots out of nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, let's just say, like, if I if I was the if I was the if I if I could snap my fingers, I would I would make each one of those. Um, now, this is going to go before a jury. Remember. So, um, one of the things I'm, I'm going to put this in the show notes. One of the funniest fucking things is listening to Alex Jones's depositions. Alex Jones has been de- uh, deposed three times. Um, the first time, he, all he did was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't prepared for this. I don't give a shit. Like, this gives me a headache to think about it. Because they thought Alex Jones's idea was if I just push this far enough into the future, I can make it so that the families have to spend so much money to sue me that they'll stop. And this will just go away. Like, eventually I'll settle for some number that won't be released to the press or the media, and I can just—I'll just eat that. It'll be fine, but I'll have five or six years to build up a, a war chest to fucking just do that. But the problem is, is that the the lawyers that represent the the families, they do it as a contingency basis. So they do all of the cost up front, and they're going to take their money after the fact. So the Sandy Hook p- families, these two, these three lawsuits haven't paid anything yet. The lawyer, um, and I, like I said, I'll put this in the show notes, but the lawyer um, who represents the uh, Sandy Hook families, he went on uh, the, my, one of my favorite podcasts, Knowledge Fight, uh, this Monday, and basically just shat all over Alex Jones and, and his defense because he's like, listen, I usually am going to be very careful by my words because of a civil court and what I can and can't say, but Alex Jones has blown all this up, so I'm just going to tell you how stupid his defense was and how ignorant his whole business model is and how we're going to take every goddamn dime he has. And it was really great, but, like, let's just say each one of those pops off at $2 million. Like, that would... I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh... They have to. They're going to select um, jurors next March, and then all the jurors are going to hear, are going to hear what Alex Jones said about Sandy Hook parents in real time. Yeah, and they're going. You know, they're going to see it. They're going to stare at this 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 oval motherfucker and this no neck bastard, and they're going to see it. And if he, I can't imagine this doesn't wreck him. And I can't. I'm fucking here for all of it. I love listening to his bullshit just like every other idiot, but the day he goes away, I'll just listen to some other idiot. Oh, yeah, someone will always take his place, let's yeah. be clear. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, he's, yeah, that's, that. I, I had just seen that he lost, and I didn't know the details. I hadn't really looked into it, but I was like, <laughs> awesome. He lost a summary judgment, which in Texas is called a death penalty judgment because it's so rare. They interviewed um, local, like the Huffington Post interviewed lawyers in Texas. Like, so how they're like, this is so rare. The only way I know about it is because it was brought up as a theory in law school when I was yeah. in law school. Because it's so rare for a defendant to ignore discovery rules to this extent. The lawyer for the families pointed out that he's like, they were like, Alex Jones goes, I, I've listened to Alex Jones. I listen to him every day because it's it's a three hour comedy podcast that does not know it's a three hour comedy podcast, and then it becomes really racist. Um, and then two weeks later, you hear, I hear the things that Alex Jones says on Tucker Carlson's show. That's how this ecosystem works. But Alex Jones has spent the last couple of days saying like, "Yeah, they just not going to give me my Seventh Amendment rights," which is speedy trial, I believe. I looked it up. Yeah. He's like, "So it's going to be called the Alex Jones exception." It's like, no, no, that's what an 
narcissist would say. Nobody's going to call it shit. You're just going to lose all your money. But, like, he says he gave up 81,000 documents. But what he really did was not answer questions like, how many episodes did you discuss Sandy Hook? Like, they just didn't answer that question. Yeah. And, like, the last time the judge apparently heard any response from Alex Jones's counsel, who has gone through seven lawyers in this in this in this eight nine years my my so great my of, greatest uh hope would be to see him defend himself but i don't even think he's uh, that stupid no god does not love us that much no absolutely um, not yeah um she is she is she is a, a a just and vengeful god but she does not love us that much um but what we've seen is a uh a, a parade Alex of jumping back and forth between, yeah. <laughs> between the witness stand and and, and <laughs> right, right, like yeah. the cartoon that'd be a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um moving back real fast. I'm fucking here. sweaty and shirtless. Oh god. Um Yeah, that's a thing we should talk about sometime. Like how many shirtless sh- pictures of him are out there on the internet? It's weird. But um but no, like yeah, he he, uh, the judge like the questions like that ha- that the judge asked, like how many times, what episodes did you discuss Sandy Hook? And they just won't answer. The judge said they hadn't heard any answers in discovery since July of this year, which is a couple months ago, you know. And the judge finally just came to a conclusion that no more rulings on my behalf is going to make Alex Jones and Infowars play ball here. So fuck it, we're done. We're just summary judgment. You you lose. Um, but. The lawyer went on to say, like, in the news and in... I haven't listened to all of these. Knowledge Fight, the podcast, went back went back to a week before the shooting and chronicled how fast it took him to blame it as a, a false flag. It was three days. Wow. Three days after the, the shooting of Sand Hook, he came out and says, this is all made up, this is all... You know, he said it. It's on there. It's, I mean, it's all there. But... What's not put through the media that I think is like we're talking about there's over 150 episodes of not, of, not Knowledge Fight, I'm sorry, of the uh, Infowars where they discuss Sandy Hook and blame the parents for being, you know, crisis actors, whatever. And over 350 pages of articles that they put out on their website doing the same thing. Like there's a mass of I don't bullshit understand there. like. Well, I, I guess they would know that, like, oh, we're going to be fucked up. Like, you can't scrub that. I mean, I, I guess I yeah, guess they did. Just... They did. They did. Well, they it. well, they tried to scrub it. Everybody knows it's there. You can find archives of shit like that, and it's part of the trial. Right. And it's not like nobody knows that. You know, you just cited a number so clearly they didn't scrub it. Um, well, but here's the thing, Shay. Infowars didn't scrub it. YouTube did. So when, so when, um. Alex Jones and Infowars was banned off YouTube. A lot of their videos were deleted. Oh, and they apparently didn't. They yeah. apparently didn't keep backups. Like every every podcast that I've uploaded to YouTube or Twitter or anything, I have a copy on my laptop somewhere. Like I have a copy of it. So like if if somebody comes at us because we defamed somebody, I can be like, okay, here's the thing. So the problem, like one, we don't do that. B. I have it, so I can lick it, listen to it, and we can defend ourselves. But Alex Jones doesn't have it. So, like, when YouTube deleted it, they didn't keep a backup. So Alex Jones is having to delete some shit he said that he can't even look at the video himself. So, like, this is how, like, their defense... Well, but I mean, well, my of, point is the internet, it, it, that doesn't mean it's gone. Somebody else has recorded it, clearly, like right, the InfoWars right. guys. Or... Now, I, yeah. Well, no, the InfoWars don't have it because they deleted it after the upload. Uh, sorry, Knowledge Fight guys, whatever. 
Yeah. Well, the knowledge podcasts have gotten off. You know, it's like people have been able to find this stuff. But the funny thing is, is like Infowars isn't going to do the work. They didn't do the work. That's the thing is they walked in, they walked into these depositions and they said, our defense is we're a shittily run company. And they thought that would, <laughs> that would, they thought that would just fucking work. Honestly, I kind of respect that. Yeah. Like, well, and, and, um, one of the, so like, your defense is basically, we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that fucking cracked me up was like when, when knowledge fight was talking, uh, Dan and Jordan knowledge fight was talking to the lawyer. They, they came to the conclusion, like, you gave them a list of things they had to do. They said, that sounds like work. Fuck it. We'll see if we can get away with not doing it. And they found they found out. They fucked around. <laughs> yeah, they fucked around and found out. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's not so, do it and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I, I have Again, to. I kind of respect it. I know it's not going to go. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, I've listen, if there, you're going to throw like, a hell in there, I that. Yeah, no, we've we've all been in that. Like, all right, I don't want to do this. Let's see how far I can get with not doing this. I mean, yeah, like your boss college, is like, "Hey, I need you to do this thing," and you're like, "Okay, I'm not doing that." And I'm then, and that. then you just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. I I will say I will say that uh, I'll give you two examples of me doing the, that exact thing. Both of them are in college. I was in college. Uh, I was supposed to read a book. Didn't want to read the book. I read the first sentence of every paragraph in the book. Took me about forty minutes. Went to class. During the discussion, I kept piping in. They're like, "Justin, we know we we honestly we, we clearly know you read the book. Can we let somebody else answer?" And I just fucking put my feet up and was like, "Fuck yeah," you know. I, I totally I totally game that one. Um, the other thing I, I did that I'm not very proud of is I was given a job to do by my boss. It's like, "Hey, uh, these records we need to update them. Contact these people and uh, and see what they're doing now." Now I was working at a university. These records were 10 years old. They wanted me to contact people who had graduated from the university 10 years ago, update their records at a community college, and be like, what are you doing now? Uh, we shredded those records. <laughs> Can't update something that's not there, brother. Yeah, there you go. That's gone. It's funny. But, uh, uh, I, I, uh, I, one of my former jobs that was really stupid, uh, we had uh, uh, basically it was like an, but, uh, a I man- would like to be clear. They gave us that, that they gave us that work because whenever she walked down the hallway, she knows me playing like Castlevania games on my computer because we had that little to do. She just gave yeah, us busy work for sure. But the, the, the book thing is I was in a uh, in a former job. I had uh, we had this like book club where all the management would get together and we we're supposed to read these books about management and then discuss them once a week as a group oh wow oh so wow. fucking stupid so fucking stupid and i would literally all i would do is right before the meeting i would like scan the paragraphs and find like some sort of bulleted list oh, or yeah. point and then just ask about that and then that was the only thing i ever said i never read any of those fucking books um but i got bonus points from my boss for always participating it's just ridiculous first of all that was a job which is just insane yeah now this this is going to unless something changes this is going to um this is going to mark the downfall of infowars in a way that's that's it's probably substantial that he he can't get around and that's because money is a tangible thing that he needs He's built up his. Um, um, well, he's so, built, and, and now sh- he's being sued. Here, not um, like so. Is Infowars like is Infowars being? Because it's one of those things where like okay, the business goes under. It's the LLC. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Infowars LLC is going to be sued. I, no, I would assume he's called, got a, some level of legal per- like distance between him and this shit. Or well, has anyone that okay. well, unless he's just got the worst lawyers ever. Well, well, he does have the worst lawyers yeah, ever. He's okay. on the seventh worst lawyer ever. Yeah, that's a good ever. point. Um, 
the entity being sued is Free Speech LLC because that is the umbrella company in which all of Infowars is uh, encumbered, if I'm not mistaken. Now, Shay, you're looking at my screen, which is Orin Schroer. I'm sorry, Emergency Owen Schroer Legal Defense. Do you know who Orin Owen Schroer is? Yes. Yeah, so you're aware of this little this little dick bag. Um, Owen Schroyer has raised $247,942 for his legal defense from basically violating his own probation. So Orange, Owen Schroyer went and, like, when they were testifying, when Facebook testified before Congress once, he went and shared and, like, screamed from the back, you know, why, why is InfoWars, uh, you know, um, banned? Why is InfoWars censored? Blah, blah, blah. And he was given a citation for disrupting the peace, interfering with the government body, blah, blah, blah. And he was told to do, like, 32 hours of community service and, like, don't go yell at senators for a while. Yeah. And then he went to the January 6th rally and was on the Capitol grounds where he shouldn't have been. And he also had not done his community service at the time. So when his picture popped up all over the place... Uh, federal prosecutors like, hey, dickbag, you violated your uh, agreement. Like, we told you you would go to jail for this number of time. If you just didn't, if you don't do these things, we'll let it go. It's not probation, but it's a suspended sentence. Yeah. And he violated that, so they fucking, they took him to jail. That's uh, he spent He spent a night in jail, and now he's going to have to defend this. Now, he fucking did it. He's on camera doing it. And I just showed Shay that the, the go, the I'm sorry, I have to stop and say this. Give, send, go. It's the very right-wing Christian version of um, GoFundMe, because all the right-wing assholes get kicked off of GoFundMe for the violation of hate speech things, mm-hmm. uh, raising money for, you know, hate. Um, so he's on GoFundGo. He, run, he, ran, he has raised $247,000. Uh, to for his legal defense. Let's be very clear. His legal defense is bullshit. It will cost like forty thousand dollars to represent him at most. Like, and that's if he takes it to the goddamn Supreme Court. This is a fine. He will go to jail for like a day and a half. It's it's silly. But he raised two hundred forty-seven thousand dollars, and Alex Jones is gonna fucking yoink that money the minute he gets a judgment. And I'm sure um, Owen's going to be really pissed because I'm sure that he's in on Griff, too. He's like, listen, I know this money's going to InfoWars. I just get a cut, right? Oh, man. And now this, and now this shit dropped. And I'm sure Owen's like, man, damn it. I'm going to go to jail and I get nothing. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck this noise. But, yeah, that's that's a thing that's happening. And like you said, Shay, um, Free Speech LLC is the company that they are suing. Um, Alex Jones has done some things in the past that like to shield assets. So he has a supplement company that generates most of the money. Like uh, if you listen to his show for any amount of time, he'll be like, uh, yeah, the Democrats, they worship Satanists and they want to kill your baby. But also if you need food for survival, he'll, he'll just turn like real hard into a, a sales pitch and, and, and sell some bullshit. The other thing he's done to separate assets is his dad, who is a retired dentist, so Alex came from money. Don't don't ever let him tell you that he was struggling ever. Yeah, his dad was a his dad was a very wealthy, prominent dentist in in um, Austin. Um, but his dad started a separate supplement company called um, Doctor Doctor Naturals. I think that's what it is, Doctor Naturals or something like that. But that's run by his dad, and I and I'm sure that just funds the money straight in Infowars. But in the event of a lawsuit like this, that's not 
Like they can't go after that money. I have to imagine that's the that's the point of that. So yeah, he's protecting assets as much as he can. But if they, I mean, if they're coming at you for six figures, what are you gonna do? Well, based on uh, the few uh, give send go uh, fundraisers I've looked at while listening to you, I think I could just start a give send go and pay for it. Well, I think we should fund ourselves. Oh my god! As absolute heathens from give give send go. Yeah. Whenever we'll a, whenever we whenever we nut up and do a Patreon, we're definitely doing a give send go. Oh god! I I, I uh, let's see. And I will lie. I'd be like, these are two Christian boys that just want to, you know. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Listen, I'm I'm sorry. I got to say this. The second one I clicked on simply says, my name is Christopher. I'm not going to put his last name uh, because I don't want anyone to. I'm going to put him on blast. I'm going to put him on blast. My name is Dickbag, whatever. Christopher something. And I recently got terminated from my job for standing up for all of the people around the world. The purpose is to raise money to hold nations accountable, defend freedom and protect children around the world from mass mandates. And this motherfucker has gotten... That's it. That's all that's on here. And you, there's a pray button, and, an, uh, and this motherfucker's got $43,000. Pr- yep. <laughs> this is how I'm getting a new car. I mean, that's just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is insane. Sorry. Woo. Now, I would, I, would, I would caution you. Now, do not take legal advice from this podcast, especially... <laughs> Don't take legal advice from any podcast, especially this one, because no. neither Shay and I are anywhere near fucking lawyers. But I think there's a way for them to claw that money back if they uh, believe that you have, uh, I don't know, say, uh, taking them for a ride. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I know there is. Um, which reminds me, did you see right. that uh, article about the guy that had the uh, the painting? Yes. yes. <laughs> they gave him $84,000 to make a painting, and he gave him a blank canvas title, take the money and run. <laughs> Amazing. To me, that's art. That oh, entertains dude, that's, me. That's the most artistic thing I've ever heard of. That's just incredible. Yeah. No, I, I love that shit. But, yeah, I, I think that we've had enough experience with these online uh, payment things. And the one that comes to mind is that, that uh, the couple that, quote-unquote, like, they ran out of gas and a homeless man gave them $20. So they went back and paid him back and they raised money for him. But then he didn't get any of the money. Like he raised like $700,000 or something silly with, for yeah. him. And he didn't get any of the money. And then, then they gave him some of the money and he got all high on heroin again. Like it, there was a thing like there's, they, they will hit you up for fraud. I, now, now Shay, I would like to tell you that I can't imagine that of all the people that, you know, rook these stupid assholes that you would be the one that would get caught. I think that there's a needle haystack kind of situation. Well, I mean, it's also like, you know, I'm not trying to fly too close to somebody. Um, you know. You're just doing that, doing that, just doing that, uh, 1999, you know, uh, you're like right under the asking price. Like, yeah. who kicking the last $500? Like, yeah, man, listen, I, you know, I'm only, yeah, I'm yeah. only looking for 20 grand. Like, you know. 20 grand that last seven thousand dollars to get this new i will put in that myself if you guys believe in me and believe in jeebus we will get this you know subaru outback for shay i mean well who are you to like uh, from what i can tell all this guy i mean this is literally just like and they're not like these guys aren't doing anything 
No, they just they just put that up and like, oh my god, if you got a good if you got a good story, yeah, yeah. I would actually use a I would I would I would put up a picture, but it would not be a me. No, absolutely It'd be not. Like one, it, it it would basically be one of the covers to the Hallmark movies. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like me it'd be like me and Rachel, but not me and Rachel holding I don't know an infant. And be like we need to fix our our baby's butthole. It didn't form. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, that oh man, yeah. that's amazing. God, that'd be so fucking funny. Yeah. So yep, yeah, Alex Jones is pretty much fucked. He's just uh gonna waller around it until um, the lawyer on on the uh, like I said, I'll put all of the uh, depositions from Alex Jones so everybody can see how he got there. I'll even put in a bonus one from uh, Roger Stone who just basically yells at his lawyer for like twenty like an hour. It's fucking amazing. But I'll put a, uh, in the show notes. I'll put all the depositions so you can see how Alex Jones gets there, and the discussion with the um, the Santa Hooker family's lawyers. He's gonna wall around in that until and try to raise money until they they estimate about April of next year we should have a, a judgment so we'll follow along. But um, all right. I know we've talked about fun stuff already for quite a while, but what what you watching nowadays, Shay? Have you have you had a chance to hit up the Transformers? Oh uh, uh, no, I mean show? I haven't watched any of that. I've been um. Oh man, a lot of dumb shit. Uh, more, you know, rewatching Marvel movies. Um, oh. I watched. Uh, I got. What was the? Um, I mean, I, uh, going back through and uh, getting caught up on a lot of like, um, Titans has been a big one. Um, uh-huh. On HBO Max because there's like a couple I... new seasons. There's a new. I didn't catch. I didn't. I don't think I finished the second half of the second season, so I watched that and this season. Right. And then. Right. Uh, I, I did the same. I watched the last one of the uh, last episode of the second season and got it. I watched like two or three of the, that season. I'm not all the way through it. Um, apparently, a lot of people die. And I, I don't. I'm not aware of who yet, but I've, I've seen. Yeah. You know, I, I seen you know it's 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 it pretty in line with the rest of them. It's um. It's better uh, than it should be. Yeah, it's way better than it should be, and and it's uh it's a lot of fun. Um, I started. I watched. So I don't know if you're familiar with Brooklyn Nine Nine. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I watched. So they have the you know the ep- the last episode before the pandemic, and before all of, well not all of them, but before a lot of the the more bigger headlines like George Floyd and things like that, and uh, and then they came back for the final season, which is airing. It started in August, and the first episode of that is one of the most awkward. Like they really want you to know. Hey, we get the police brutalities in the headlines, and we're also aware this is a sitcom set on a cop show, and they touch right. on all the issues. And like, it is it, you. It it really felt like they had a checklist in the writers' room to make sure that like, like what all right, we gotta talk about. All right, we're gonna talk. We under, we understand these are all. Th- it, it was really funny, um, and awkward, and, and it was. Oh man, it was it was rough. And but the, and then you know, of course, the next episode has absolutely nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> I, I like Brooklyn Nine 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 because I haven't watched all of it, but it it it's so fresh in that it takes itself so seriously in one minute. Yeah, not a bit. Seriously uh, the last the last time I watched a show like that was probably Scrubs. Hey, thank you. Yeah, that's, I that's, love Scrubs. Scrubs is the shit, and it I actually have uh, been. Can, can you can you oh. can you tell Rachel that Scrubs is fun because she says that hey, like she she can't watch it because she's like. Yeah, no doctor wheels anybody out. That's not what doctors do. It's like it's a fucking sitcom. You want to watch Grey's Anatomy and complain about what doctors do? Great. Yeah. But this is a fucking sitcom. Yeah. Where the janitor fucks with the resident surgeon all day long. Yeah. 
and yeah. any number of the things that they do in that hospital would they would have lost their license oh, of the dumb boom, shit they done. do yeah so yeah, um, boom, yeah like uh, Dr. Cox showing up being fucking hammered drunk like that kind of shit like yeah whatever that show fuck that scrub up until whatever the you know the unofficial last episode is where um, what's his name leaves JD it's like the last episode with him those first like oh, seven yeah. or eight seasons are great and then they change it to the cast and it sucks but fucking love scrubs yeah scrubs scrubs is shit every now and then when i'm like i need a, a an uplifting seven minutes from my day like my day just shit i'll just go like best turk and uh jd and turk moments yeah what a- and it's all their stupid shit like wonder trend like they got the wonder twin uh uh dakota rings yep. and like all this stuff like they're just idiots they're so i love idiot. it so- uh one of my fucking favorite moments from that show is turk related and it's when uh the turk gets married <laughs> And Dr. Kelso's all hammered, and he's just like, ah, Mr. Turkleton, congratulations. And he's like, wait a minute. You think my name is Turk Turkleton? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that shit. Well, one of my favorites is when um, the, uh, that they're, they're, the, oh God, the lawyer who wants to kill himself all the time. And like, they're going to start to, like, they need a, they, yeah, they need a, a fourth for their quartet or something. And they're in the like the break room, and Turk's like, uh, "She's like, hey, do you have a dance routine or something?" He's like, "Oh, do I have a dance routine?" And he does like the whole like boys to men, yeah, uh, like dance routine or something. And he just nails it. Like he does this like dance, and everybody's like, they're like they're, they're just like dumbstruck. And he's like, "Yeah, that's what I do." Yeah, so good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so like like we talked about for like thirty minutes before we even started the fucking podcast. I'm I'm deep into uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, one of the other shows I've been watching um, is on Epics. It's a uh, Chapel Wait. Have you have you have you come no. across this or watched it? It is apparently um, a reinterpretation of Stephen King's short story uh, Jerusalem's Lot, which yeah. is always confused with Salem's Lot, of course, which is a novel. Yeah. But in Jerusalem's Lot, it's it's just a uh, it's a story about a guy who's called to his like home his cousin's built. But, you know, there's a abandoned mining town slash, like, small town nearby that has fallen into the occult is is the, the premise of it. And he's, like, called there to, you know, fix everything. But then yeah. he succumbs to it. Um, they really imprint a lot of uh, Salem's Lot with the vampire stuff into it, which isn't really in the short story. Mm-hmm. But God damn it sings like it's such a better like I've read I reread the short story before I started it and it stars Adrian Brody who people know from the pianist or Predators or um, you know good cast fucking creepy ass atmosphere just old school kind of like H HP Lovecraft horror yeah um really fucking turned a really like nothing and what's short the what's story the from- show called. It's called Chapelweight, which is the name of the house. Yeah, in, in the I just short can't story. remember if I've ever read Jerusalem's Law. It sounds familiar. It's like, it's like eighty pages. I think I've read I, that. I, I don't know. I, all his short stories get mixed up to me. Yeah, well, I, I I I had not read the short story, so I read it real quick. It's like eighty pages, like I said. I read it real quick before I started watching the show. In the short story, they say the word Nosferatu once. Mm-hmm. And it's just because he sees, like, an undead person walking around. There's, like, no connection to vampires in the short story. But they put vampires in the show, and it fucking's awesome. It's so much fun. It's that old-school classic 
horror that that Stephen King used to be like. I'm not saying his works don't do it, but like whenever everybody makes this shit into a show, they fuck that up. Yeah, you know, it's 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 on point. And honestly, to to further the point, have you read about the new uh, movie that they're gonna do for Salem's Lot? Uh, I know they're doing one. I don't know any details. Well, the vampire is gonna be played by the uh, the bad guy from um, uh, Overlord. The, the Nazi the Nazi soldier yeah. in Overlord. Yeah. So he's going to play the vampire. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, I'll watch a third. I mean, we're going to... It's it's almost like the uh, Dark Tower. We're going to do Salem's Lot in the Dark Tower or it umpteen million times until we get it right. I'm here for all of it. I don't give a shit. Huh. Yeah. I, I, Salem's Lot's a great fucking book. Yeah. Um, And I've watched... Because there's like a 70s series, I, mean, I think. Even, and then there's there one in the 90s, one? too. With Rucker Howard, yes. which was fucking bomb. I, Yeah, which I, I didn't hate. And then, uh, yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm for all of it. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I've been super into. Um, all right, so i got to ask. So have you seen Venom yet? No, I was thinking about doing that uh, sometime this week, just going, picking a day when I'm not doing anything and going to the theater by myself because right. um, I really want to see it. Well, I have thoughts. Because as a as a Venom fan from like 1992, I have thoughts, and all of my thoughts are, you know, kind of why did you do that? But I'll tell you right now, fun from start I'm sure. to finish. Don't well, the only thing I know because I had low expectations, and uh, I, I did, but I, so I'm like whatever. But I still avoid spoilers. But I did read this one uh, comment on some fucking like. It's like you go to the review and you see like, oh, I thought it was a sixty percent, but you don't read the review and you scroll to the comments or whatever. And it right. was, and he was talking about how they rec- and I couldn't believe this. And they said, I can't remember what comic is it is, but there's a part in the comic back in the day where Venom like gets a or, uh, Carnage gets a guy through the internet, and they yep. they, they kind of do that in this. And I'm I'm absolutely thrilled that that's it. That's so dumb. That's yeah. <laughs> like that is it's it's that real is actual dumb. fucking canon. Yeah, it's canon. Like because I'm like that's stupid. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking canon. It's like it's called Carnage. If I'm not if I'm not if I'm not and I can I will Google it while I'm talking. It, if I'm not mistaken, it's called Carnage Unleash, Unleashed. I and the part that you're talking about is yep i'm right um cletus cletus casey uh is in solitary confinement and he is giving internet access and he has learned to push his symbiote down to the the atomic level through the internet connection and he goes to people's houses and murders them through the internet uh during the course of the comic and Venom has to learn how to do it as well to, uh, you know, confront him in cyberspace. And, and the it's quote is, silly. you set up the codes, codes and restrictions to keep out an ordinary hacker, not an entity that can extrude itself as a molecular filament and travel along communication cables. And then that that is amazing. And then it goes through that, the Internet. That is why comics. Oh. That is why comics in the 90s were awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. When I watched when I watched him do it in the movie, I was like, "Yep, they're gonna bitch about that." But that's actually fucking canon. That's stupid canon, but it's canon. It is, yeah, man. And a lot of the Spider-Man comics 
a lot of them get real dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, they get real dumb. But yeah, um, as a Venom fan, we can. I have thoughts. I have comments. We can discuss that later. But uh, as a person who just loves watching them beat on each other, it's fun. Um, uh, you've seen the the most recent Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Thoughts? Uh, when was the most recent one? I mean, it's a couple weeks ago. Uh, I mean, yeah, when, probably. When... Pro- I'm sure. Yeah, I know it's got a bunch of like uh, really great fan service, and like you see statues of Gozer and shit. And I know that. Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping it's just going to be like, all right, fuck it, we're just going to bring Gozer back, and they're going to fight Gozer again, and there's going to be some funny jokes in there, and I will call that a happy day. Yeah. Like, I think it looks great. I, I did, yeah, it's. I'm optimistic. The the um the comments I've heard is that it is the spiritual callback to the first movie. That's you know if if all the guys were like if if um oh shit. I'm gonna Harold, say Sam Raimi. Ham- that's Harold right. Ramis. Ramis, thank you. Um, Harold Ramis was still alive. They they everybody's talking about this would be the third movie they'd make, and. What what cracks me up is like the at the end of the trailer you see you know Finn Wolfhound you know of of Stranger Things fame driving Ecto one but his younger sister is in the 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 you know the extender seat and so she she sends out they've got a they got the trap on a, a RC yeah. basically an RC car runs out ahead of him and she's out there and like getting ready to fuck some shit up I'm like I'm I'm for this yeah, I don't, I don't looks, give a shit I think it looks on. great and, you I'm, know I'm 100 for this I know that. Uh... Uh, fuck, what's his son? Jason Reitman, the director, Ivan yeah. Reitman's son. I mean, yeah. you know, this is, a lot of this is just PR, but I, I choose to believe that he's like, he had the script and he showed the script to his dad before he died. And his dad was like, yeah, that's a good script for a new Ghostbusters. Like, you should do that. Yeah. And then he died. So I'm like, all right, yeah. sweet. Um, I'm wondering if they'll, I, <laughs> do you think, I want to know, I hope they don't have some weird Egon as a ghost scene because homeboy's dead. We don't need that. <laughs> no, we don't, don't do need that. that. I don't think they will. Yeah. That would be so yeah. weird. Yeah. And also imagine that conference room conversation. All right, so I know you're still kind of grieving your dad. We want to make him a ghost. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, that's. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like I like you said, I'm here for it. I don't give a shit. Uh, the only thing I have on the uh, fun stuff is like The Walking Dead is starting its its eleventh and final season. No it's shit. Got, it's, it's got like two spinoffs that I know about. Um, now I will say that yes, we have done the zombie thing to death. Now it's been eleven seasons. The Walking Dead was a smash hit when it started. Uh, if you guys. I remember, uh, like, listening to the oh man, it was start of the podcast. We talk about how much those comics are worth now. Yeah, like that was an event when uh, I remember it was was like when like was lost or any of that kind of shit. Like when when there was a new Walking Dead, it was a big deal. Like you would everyone get together and watch it. Shit, at least for the first couple seasons. Yeah. Now I will say that yes, does it peter off and get weird and come back to being good and. It's much like the way I, the, I I once drew this on a dry erase board in my office, talking about the comics of The Walking Dead and the show, and so if you if you draw the x-axis of a graph being the comics, and then the y-axis being how close the show tracks with the comics, like it'll track for you know a couple seasons and then veer off 
and then come back and it'll veer off and come back. It, it always comes back to the original source material because, you know, Robert Kirkman was part of the, one of the executive producers. You know, he knew that they had to do different stuff to make it new. But I will say that, yeah, it's, it's, it's been done. We are, God, you know, 11 years into this. Actually more because of the, another years they didn't have a season because of the pandemic and shit. But I will say that the end of like uh, the 10th season where they introduce and like they really go through Negan's backstory like that fucking that fucking resonated like, you know, him not just being this like invincible badass. But, you know, he, he was taking care of a sick wife who had cancer during the, you know, the zombie apocalypse. And then, you know, eventually just breaks and kills fuck everybody and. You know, that's where we get our Negan, but they, they talk about the Negan beforehand. And it, it was, it, 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 it fucking nailed it. And that's why, I, mean, I, I haven't watched any of the new season. They're just, they're just on my DVR. There's like six episodes so far, but I, I'm ready to jump into it. Mainly because of how good the last episode of last season was, but we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, uh, I, I need to get into, uh, I want to watch Dark on Netflix. I've heard really good shit about I've that. I've heard good things too. Yeah. And that's been recommended to me by more yeah. than a dozen people, I think. Yeah, and and I think I, what excites me so much about it is that it's it's three it's only three seasons, and it was written with three seasons in mind, so it has like an arc that ends and is, oh, is set. That. Yeah, it was satisfying. That. So it's like it it or it may be four seasons, whatever the amount of seasons it has. But I want to say it's three. It was like we're going to make three seasons of the show, and that's it. And that's what they did. Like and they've that, got their story. Yeah, like so it's like tight, and it's yeah. you know, and I've heard it described as like lost, but with a satisfying ending, which makes me laugh every time. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna check it out. I still want to watch rewatch Lost. I I don't think I could I'm, enjoy it the second time through. I think it's been long enough for me that I would forget the nuance that made it great. Well, the first time. I just, I honestly, I, I've, I've gone back and watched a few episodes of it. For me, it just hasn't aged well. Like, there's some good shit in there, but I don't know. It's, 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 yeah. That is one of those shows, though. Like, if you could wipe your memory and watch it again, I would. Because yeah. at least up until the end, I was like, "What is this?" You know. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, it's great. Well, Shay, I think it's about time for us to wrap up. Talked a lot about a bunch of dumb shit, but we haven't done this in a while, so there you go. Everybody consider yourself served. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm so sorry. So, as always, we hope you guys appreciate this. Hope you guys enjoy it. We enjoy the shit out of it. Um, you can find us on the Facebooks and the my uh, Facebooks and the Twitters. It's at Woodcast1776. And then always, if you have a question, comment, or a complaint, um, we don't really give a shit about your complaints. We'll read them. But uh, it's thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com because fuck Alex Jones and all of his shtick. It's really not that hard to stay on social media platforms and not get yourself sued into oblivion. It's really not. You just have to not accuse people whose kids have died of a global conspiracy. Yeah, that shit is insane. really not that fucking hard. Um, Shay, uh, say goodbye to the nice people. Bye, nice people. And as always, remember what Captain Hydra says, seize the means of production. Seize them! Seize them good. <laughs>